I think Chris was like saying, hey, have you heard this band called Truck? Actually, that's where it came from, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah la. Broken Chair, la. Broken Chair was the track. And when I listened to it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right? And then I, I met Richard Khan. Oh, really? Because okay. Richard Khan is a very good friend of the, the Ritmans. You know Ritmans? Oh, so they had okay, a band in Singapore. Okay. Hey, we should just talk about this. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lion City Rock, the only podcast that talks about Singapore's rock music scene with, uh, you know, me, that's Chris, and of course, my, my co-host, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Aloha. Aloha. Hello. How have you been? Yeah, so it's been, it's been a good week uh, with all the stuff that we've been doing, the recordings and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case you guys still don't know. Um, Kevin and I have been putting some music together for his uh, his new release, Akan Datang. <laughs> that's, that's not the name of the release. That's just, <laughs> that's, uh, what I mean, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. So we've been we've been we've been doing a lot of uh, rehearsals and mm. and, and we just finished uh, recording the basic tracks for it. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and over the next few weeks, we're gonna put everything else together, and hopefully, you guys will get to hear it soon, right, Kevin? Yep. Yep, yep. Soon, soon, soon. At least first quarter of uh, next year. Yeah. yeah, but that that's not the main thing that we're gonna talk about today for mm. for this episode of Lion City Rock. Um what we're gonna be doing is uh you know, we're gonna be talking about uh a band, uh I guess it's a it's a kind of a curious gem la, in the Lion City Rock music discography of the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean it's it's by a band called Truck. And Truck, the album yes. is called Surprise, Surprise. Yes, it's a very empty title. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've only heard about Truck fairly recently, I think over the last couple of years or so. And yeah. I had no idea that such a band uh, you know, ever existed. Yeah. Uh, it was only... Actually, you, Kevin, actually, you're the one that said, hey, have you heard of this band yeah. from yeah. the 70s? They're quite good and all that. And I was like, oh, no, because in, in my mind, right, like we've mentioned many times, in my mind, the 70s represented a dearth of yes. music coming out. Yep. So, exactly. so all, all, all I know about the 70s music at the point was, you know, I know that Dick Lee put out some stuff. I know that, yeah. uh, uh, and maybe Tanya put out a couple of things, you know, but that's Western about Union it. Band, oh, Western, Western Union, Union Band, Western Union Band, and Matthew and the Mandarins. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's about it. That's uh, about it, yeah, as far, exactly. As far as, as, yeah. far as I could tell, you know, I yeah. didn't know that there were any other things coming, especially an mm. album like this, because the music on this album is very, very far out, as they would say at the time. Yeah. Far out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was quite interesting. I mean, when I tried to go online, though, I, I, I couldn't find a lot of info about this. Not much, lah. <laughs> Not much, right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, Kevin, I think well, before we get into the album proper, I think maybe, this, this, this one has a kind of a bit of a interesting background yeah, history. Yeah, a bit of a story. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for, for me, because um, I first heard about this, I think from one of uh, Eric Koo's sons, Chris Christopher. So right. Chris, I mean, all of his sons, uh, they are all really big music fans and really deep, deep cut music fans. They listen to a lot of stuff and from everywhere and, and they really know their music. So I think Chris may have mentioned to me that, hey, have you heard this band truck? Same thing, right? Have you heard this band truck? And, right, so then basically the track was online uh, YouTube is broken chat, right? So I was like totally like bamboozled by it, right? It's like, wow, what, what is this amazing song, right? What is right, this? Yeah. And who is this band? And you, could, and you looked at it and you said, isn't that Jay Shortham? Jay like, Shortham, yeah. It's like a okay. band. Yeah, you can recognize Jay Shortham's chair because, you know, I met him before when I was right. Born, right? So I kind of knew who he was. So then, then, after doing some digging, it realized it's actually the October Cherries. All right, so mm. ah, so that kind of brings us into understanding then who the fuck were the October Cherries, right? So <laughs> yes. to be to, to be honest, right, if you really talk about the sixties, for me personally, la, mm. um, to me the two big, really big bands, uh, significant bands of the sixties, Singapore bands, were really to me the Quest and October Cherries, right? Okay. 
as far as their worldwide reach. All right. Because ah, okay. the, the quest, you know, you have people from overseas talking about them and so forth. Mm. Same thing with October Cherries, right? So I still remember the, this funny story that we had when we well, I was in England with the typewriter. And okay. we were in, in Plymouth, I think. And they going through this old used record store. And guess what we found? October Cherries album, the first album. What? Really? Me, the October Cherries? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying like, hey, right, we got any other Singapore band... <laughs> all the way out here to Singapore Plymouth <laughs> you know October Chase so that's what I mean la, because I don't think there are any other kind of you know band of the as, as big as the bands were in the 60s and the 70s in the 60s la, mainly Singapore bands but the yeah. kind of you know kind of overseas reach that you know Quest and and, and, and the October Cherries had is quite unmatched la, in my opinion Right, so mm. so October Cherry is actually I also uh, had there's some kind of uh, personal insight thing because I also managed to spend some time with Peter Diaz who was uh, in you know the, the most lead guitarist in uh, in songwriter in um, October Cherries, as right. well as also I had maybe a, a spend some time with Richard Khan who, who okay. was the drummer of uh, October Cherries, right. and of course like I said I I only met I met. Jay Shortham was basically the leader of the band, you know, when I was a 15-year-old. So that kind of is a <laughs> kind of a personal <laughs> connection in a sense uh, uh, with the band. But the, the background of the band is that originally they started out as the Surface, which yeah. is kind of kind of a strange name by that time. But my understanding is that I mean PDS, I mean when I talked to Peter DS, he was saying that that was the band he was they were originally that's what they were in. Uh, it was basically Peter Diaz. It was this the uh, guy, uh, the other guitarist, rhythm guitarist, uh, Benny Xiao, who was also in 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 and uh, and also the uh, he had a brother, uh, right. who was right. Paul, I think, right? Right. Oh, sorry, okay. cousin, cousin, Benny's cousin, right? Uh, who was like the bass player, and he was like the, the leader of the band. And I right. think what ha- okay. what happened was that Jay Shotham basically uh, kind of. I think I was reading an, an interview with him online and he said right. he kind of stumbled into a rehearsal session of the surface. <laughs> okay. And then, then, then joined to become the, <laughs> then joined. Become the singer. Okay. Then he became, okay, yeah, okay. Right? So then he was, he replaced the original singer. Who, oh, right, that, right. Okay. Whoever okay. that was. Right. And then, and then later on, um, the band, the surface was so-called uh, taken over in the sense managed by Shotam's Jay's brother Bao. Ah, okay, yeah. So, yeah. so basically, okay. they basically controlled it, right? And then right. they they um they basically they changed their name to October Cherries later on to kind of uh to be in tune with the so-called psychedelic movement. Ah, okay. okay. So I think by 68, 68 they had changed the name to October right. Cherries. Is uh so surf? I mean, surfers did they did they play? I mean, I'm assuming that because they're such a name, they're playing surf. I guess so. I guess so. I've never really listened, heard any surfers music. I kind of, I don't know whether it's available on YouTube, <coughs> but I don't I think don't I've ever found any any stuff. I don't. Did they record anything? Yeah, I, I think I can't remember. I can't remember who. Wait, there was a there was a track. Hang on, I I, I know I have it here somewhere. Hooray for Hazel! Is that them? I have no idea. I think it is. If I'm not wrong, hang on. Uh. I don't think they have any albums. Maybe they have released. No, a I don't. Single I don't think they have an album. But I think I think they did release uh, a, a single called "Hooray for Hazel" because I remember reading somewhere that um, that was. You know how we mentioned previously that uh, the Quest pipped the Beatles to the top spot with Shanty and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember. I, I remember reading that "Hooray for Hazel" um, actually pipped. The Beatles to the top spot <laughs> here, or they knocked them off the top spot or something like that. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. It is a surf, surface track. Yeah, I think it's the surface. Uh, if I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, because if if uh, I if I remember correctly, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I read it somewhere on, on one of those uh, 
website, I think it was. So according to the Macambo Rainbow uh, blogspot, the surface, which later, as you said, mentioned, uh, be will become the October Cherries, they had three, three EPs under EMI. Um, hooray for right, 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 right. Yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. right. It's outsold the Beatles. That's right. I'm looking at it now. Ah, the okay, interview okay. Yeah. The, the, this interview that he did with Ear Candy. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, Ear Candy Mac. So, yeah. yeah, so it kind of like you know. So that's another instance in which right, right. Yeah, quite interesting, lah. I mean, I just thought it was very interesting that you know, like here's a band, right? I mean, technically speaking, they are an up and coming band at this point in time. They were kind of like a. Pip you know, a big name like the Beatles to mm. the, to the to, in the in terms of sales or whatever, like similar to yeah, like yeah. the Crescendo's beating yeah. uh, Connie Francis, you know, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I mean, the, 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 you know, I mean, you know, if you read the interview, this Ian Kenny interview, I mean, he, he goes on and on, Jay, about the music piracy. Like, so, ah, okay, okay. Basically, he could be, as far as he's concerned, they sold a lot of records, but most of them were pirated records. Ah, so, so they didn't see any money. Yeah. yeah. Also, the other thing noteworthy about October Cherries is that they also had their own label. Right, right. Called Baal. E-A-A-L. Right. Like the... Like a, the deity. It's a play on... Nah, no, but it's kind of like a play on his brother's name, I think. His brother's name is Baal, B-A-L. Oh, okay. I guess it could be short for something, Balakrishna or whatever. I don't know. But so he just added another E and it became the, right? <laughs> Of course, at first you think it's like, oh wow, this is like, you know, this biblical yeah, pagan, yeah, yeah. Pagan, okay. pagan, pagan yeah. god, right? Pagan god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking but no, but like, maybe not. <laughs> but I mean that's that's quite quite yeah. a unique thing, right? Because like I think like even before, I think this was even before could be that the Rolling Stones had their own label. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. Rolling Stones, 1970, right? So yeah. I think this was like 68, 69, whatever. But it's quite interesting because according to Jay Shotham in this uh, interview, he uh -huh. says that uh, why it came about is because EMI refused to release uh, their albums in Europe. Ah, right? okay, okay, Yeah, okay. so yeah. because they are saying, no lah, nobody wants to, nobody wants to buy a, say, Singapore. Yeah, Singapore band, yeah. So they, so they released it under their own yeah, that's 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 a, that's a kind of thing that you see a lot of, uh, you know, from the the musicians from that era as well, like uh, like like um, like even in the eighties. So basically, I think they were quite a serious band of the Cherries in the sense that their manager, their label. Mm. So they and also probably the timing was terrible uh, because right they they kind of came out right as of the Cherries towards the end of the sixties, and that was right. when the government start to you know clamp down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So because the government clamped down, they they basically decided to leave, and they actually left Singapore. So yeah. So then the I think they went to UK first, October Cherries, okay. but but couldn't get anywhere. So I think they went across Europe and managed to get signed with EMI Belgium. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So if you if you go to like this the discogs right, you see uh -huh, that uh -huh. the LPs are all released under EMI. Belgium, wow. right? Okay. And and also some of the the re, re some of the releases in our e space here is basically on Bal. Right, right, right. So it's just distribution for for that 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 yeah like, that territory yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So so they had one album, the first one, the meet, meet the October Cherries, and then they right. had a covers album which did very well in in, in Europe called World oh, Hit. World, World Hit. Yeah, that's what it's called. So I think it's released <laughs> in seventy two, seventy three. So did very right. well. So they were doing quite well, touring and everything. Um, and then they oh, then after following that they released Kim Seller. That's the right. album. See, so that's the full album with with Peter Diaz and everything. All right. right. Okay. And then what happened was that Peter Diaz, I think they had a falling out or whatever. Right. right? Which, which which I'm not sure what the details of are. Ah, okay, okay. And then he left. He left the band. Okay. Right. In seventy four, around there, to join a Belgian pop group called Pebble. P e b b l e. Yeah, Pebble. Right. All right. Okay. So, so the remainder three, right, which is Jay Shotan, yeah. Richard Chan, and Benny Benny Xiao, what they did was they took the backing tracks from the previous albums, right, removed right. all all Pierre Diaz parts. Okay. Right. Added 
uh, added new vocals, uh, some guitars, synths, and created surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it came about. So that's why wow, you see okay, a couple okay. of songs, right? You'll find on Dream Seller as well. The Dream Seller album. There's a song called Dream Seller on this surprise, surprise. It's the same song, lah. But they changed it around. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. See, yeah, now that you mentioned it, yeah, because there are quite a few tracks that have the same name. Yeah, about five. Even about like five. Broken Chair. Broken Chair, uh, yes. Dream Seller. One Fine Day. One Fine Day, yeah. Lay Down Your Love. Right. So these are all actually from Dream Seller that they, yeah. That they reworked. Yeah, they reworked. So so I think because I talked, when I talked to Richard Khan about that, Richard Khan doesn't really like the track album. He, ah, prefers, okay. he prefers Dream Seller because to him, right. Dream Seller is more lush, more well-produced and all that. Okay. Whereas, okay. Well, that truck is not like that at all. But that's, I guess, part of the appeal of truck. <laughs> <laughs> right? So he also saying that I, I don't like it, all the stupid synth sounds. And, ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the, okay. he's saying that he claimed that Jay Shorten's vocals were speeded up as well. Speeded up. Oh. Speeded up. Yeah. Right, if you listen yeah, to it, okay. it does, yeah. does sound yeah, a little can, bit. Can, yeah, it does right? sound like a very, very, very um, nasal. The, the, the same thing, the same effect that uh, if you if you guys don't know, you listen to the Beatles, uh, "Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds." Yes, they actually sped up the track slightly, uh, yeah. or slow down the track slightly when John's singing, so that his sound, his voice comes out a bit different. Yeah, so so I mean, you know, that's what they did, lah. So they actually released it in '74. So right. it was released in Europe, I think again by EMI Belgium. Ah, okay. At the time, okay. that's my understanding, looking at the discogs. And then right. in, in Malaysia, I don't sure, it doesn't seem to have been released in Singapore. It was released in Malaysia under Bao. So that is why right. some people think they are a Malaysian band when they are not at all. They are a Singapore yep. band. Understandable. You see, yeah, you know, so understandable. Yeah. There's some confusion there. So what, what also... Later on, also, I saw uh, someone sharing on Facebook. It's none other than uh, the, the, the leader of BMX Bandits, right? Yeah, the Scottish yeah. indie band from the 90s. Uh, yeah. Douglas, Douglas Stewart, who's my Facebook friend. Right, and right. he shared one of the tracks uh, from, from this album. Really? Wow. And okay. he was like going on about what a fantastic... Like rare treat this is. Right, right. Hey, he said Malaysian band. Then yeah, like, like I corrected. No, no, no. There was something about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So he's a yeah huge fan, and then you realize what you then uh, then you realize. Oh shit! You know, you go do some more research, and there are so many people who love, love, love this album. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Right. So in fact, right, if you there's uh there's a uh, there's an article that I found online. Uh-huh. Actually, from this renowned magazine called Record Collector. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this is an article from August 2011, like more than 10 years ago. And the article is called Trip Around the World. Ah, so basically, right. it's basically highlighting like these are amazing kind of side rock gems you can wow. find okay. from around the world. And they, they highlighted, they gave like three paragraphs to this album. And this article, like Record Collector, is, is uh, you know, a well-known one amongst yeah. record collectors, collector. obviously, right? <laughs> so that tells you a lot, right? If 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 you have these kind of overseas mags and you know websites that who are highlighting, trucks, yeah, right, yeah, it means it's got some cachet. This this is quite difficult to find. I mean, online, mm. if you if you look at if you look at Discord or even Amazon. Uh, the album will cost you upwards of four hundred dollars or something. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People yeah. are asking. It's for a rarity. Five hundred dollars for for the yeah yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe this is where it would be a good time for us to just get into the the music yeah. of of truck. Surprise surprise. Surprise 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 surprise. Yeah, and it kicks off with the title track. Yeah. Uh, surprise, surprise, which uh, starts off. Okay, okay. Here's the thing, right? So because this is based, uh, or rather, these are this is, you know, ostensibly using the backing tracks from the October Cherries. Um, yeah. A lot of people uh, comment about the psych- psychedelic rock and mm. all that, and and they really, really try to play it up. And the first thing you hear on this thing is. 
the vocals coming in. It's very like a very ethereal, very. Mm. Rem- it reminds me of bands from '68, '69. Yeah, uh, yeah. During that period, you know, when they're trying yeah. out all these new sounds and stuff like that, and the synthesizer sounds comes in as well quite early on in in this, in this, in this, uh, in this song lah. Surprise, surprise. It starts off very slowly before it moves into a very pseudo, to me, a pseudo-funk rock kind of vibe. Yeah, it, it's, uh, a bit of a, it's, it's a bit of a rocker once you get past that, that opening. The intro. It's a bit of a rocker and it's a bit a bit different from the rest of the album lah, because it's actually the rest of the album is a bit diff- very different from that first track actually. <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah, I find right. that's yeah. what I think it's a very apt title for the song <laughs> yeah it's a surprise right because I listen to the next track, uh-huh. next track it's like okay they're, yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. they're quite different um, yeah yeah there's a very heavy uh, organ presence in this yeah and as you said the, the yeah. guitars are totally Yes. Which is interesting because usually when you think about psych rock and stuff like that, uh, you know, guitars always play a big part of that last time. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, not, it's, a, it's not a guitar album at all. Yeah. It's a very yeah. keyboards, it's a very keyboards <laughs> oriented synth, very yeah. early synths. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, right. What were the right. synths that they had back then would be those monsters, you know? Well, we'll have to be what? Like, would they have, would they have been using a Moog? Moog? I don't think the Mini Moog only came out no, Minimum came out much later. later much, much later. later. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it would still have to be that giant. The, the giant, giant thing, yeah. yeah so I that's don't know why they were using that or not. Because probably because they were recording in Europe. They were recording in Europe. Right, right. right. Maybe they, they, were based, they were based in Europe back then, in Belgium. Right. So right. they probably had access to, you know, those kinds of uh, synths, right? Because you can yeah. hear in that kind of very kind of, you know, all the bleep bleep growly type of sound. Yeah, it's what the uh, what do you call it the sonic and envelope filter kind of correct, thing. Correct, correct. Yeah, that, yeah. Very phasey, that phasey yes. in and out kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it has a kind of very it's a very hip thing, la. I mean, yeah, at that considering time, at a time considering <laughs> it's quite ahead of its time in a sense. And and like I said, even though like uh, uh, Benny Benny Xiao actually was the rhythm guitarist, but he also played percussion. So. He, he, the, the, there's, the guitars are really low in the mix, surprisingly. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, this one you really hear all the, uh, I mean, apart from your, your basic uh, rhythm section, is, is the keyboards, there's a lot of organ and there's a lot of this uh, synthesizer sounds mm. coming in. And that's yeah, yeah. also very evident in the next song, uh, yeah. These Words I Sing For You. These words I say are Words could never change, remain the same. This is a ballad, that uh, very 60s style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it reminds me of like, um, you know, your your turtles, maybe mm. even zombies era yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the other very strong influence you will hear on this is BGs. Yes, that's right. Of that yes, era, yes. late 60s era, which is basically what they call the chamber pop, lah. Uh, yeah. So there's very keyboard oriented. Yeah. yeah. So so definitely uh very strong melody on this. You can hear the synths and all that. Yeah. Uh, this song uh, very very. This is where it starts to sound like what the, the rest of the album sounds like now, basically. I mean, listening to some of the other tracks, I I'm I'm just thinking they they could have used another song apart from this as the number two slot. You know what I mean? Coming oh. in, you know what I mean? Just to, yeah, 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 yeah. Just to kind of, because it's actually quite a big jump. Uh, it is, it because, is. Because the first, I mean, surprise, surprise, ends in this like very galloping, um, get back kind of drum beat, but about, but about, but about, but about, funky beats going on. And yeah. then all of a sudden it goes into this thing, which is like, put the brakes on, turn the 180, yeah. and then you but, get this. But you know, but you know me, right? Coming. That's what I like, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that was like, I always remember, that's one of the so-called criticisms of democracy. What? Was like, right. Because one song from the other, it's like changes wildly one song to the other. I'm like, have you heard the Beatles or Queen? <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> right? I mean, why, yeah. is that, why is that a criticism even? I'm like, <laughs> like huh? 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's what I like. That's why you go from first track is a rocker, second one to ballad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my kind of album, man. Straight away. <laughs> it's so Beatles, straight away. Beatles, so, yeah. That's true. Right, I mean, you go from Taxman to Eleanor Rigby, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So in that vein, in that vein, I think I think they 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 did, or rather, they they attained what they wanted to get this into. Yeah, a yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of Jay Show. Once you show. hear this, you know that this is not. Yeah. Anything that you've ever heard from Singapore, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, First, again, yeah, you gotta you gotta remember that. Yeah, up to this point, the the recordings that had come out that were known were would be Matthew and the Mandarins. Mm. Singapore Cowboy was his, his big hit, and that was like what 71, 72. Yeah. Uh, Tanya came out with a track called uh, Politician. That was also late seventies, early seventies. The rest of it was very, very, very pop. Yeah. Uh, pop music, really like your your middle of the road pop kind of yep, vibe. Yeah. You know. Yeah, even even Dick Lee's initial stuff is all very uh, Elton Johnish kind of Carpenters. Yeah, Carpenters. Yeah, that kind of dude. So that was the pop thing that was very big at the time. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah lah. So this <laughs> so listening to this, I was like, okay, wow, yeah. <laughs> what a what a what a yeah. departure. Yeah. And and, uh, and and you know, of course, Jay Shorten is an unabashed Beatles nut. He is hugely influenced. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that moves us on to the next track, One Fine Day, which is yeah. uh, the, that's a dream seller song, right? You were saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's more of a kind of a mid tempo, kind of uh, funky bass mm. pop song. Like. It's more of a standard pop song. But I like I like it I like the I like the nice it's a nice song catchy video friendly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's very it's very uh, you know the way the way the really to me the the main standouts and this one I think shines it quite well is is the the rhythm section you mm. listen to you know you listen to the how the thing punches in yeah. and out you go, wow That's, I mean basically yeah. it was J J and Richard lah they were basically the bass and drums right yeah. right right uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the the the, the bass work on this is uh, that sounds really good, really funky sounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very melodic bass, McCartney esque. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can, uh, I can see, I can know. see where, yeah, very melodic lah. That. That's why I mean, yeah, you, you, very melodic kind of lines. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's a very kind of I, I say standard in the sense that this that's the kind of pop song you kind of get, but that that's not meant to be a go down lah. I mean, that that's really like what that was the quality of kind of pop songs that you got that, that those days lah. You know, pretty top-notch stuff, you know. So back in those days, that's why not now, like nowadays when you say pop song, it's like, it's like a bit of an insult, right? But not in those days. If you say a pop song, right, you're talking about <laughs> Why does she appeal? That's a pop song. Yeah, yeah, you know correct, I mean? correct. It's, there's it's there's the... no way I put down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you want. It, that was your, your high-water mark. Yeah, you or, to or, or you, know, you wanted to get to that, that thing. Time of the season, right? The zombie strike. Yes, yes. That's a yes. pop song, but you like yeah. listen to it it's like, whoa, it's sophisticated as fuck, man. Yep, yep. That one, <laughs> yeah. And and I I will rank I will rank one fine day along with that. I mean like mm. the melody is very sweet, yep. similar to Town of the Season kind of thing, like but then the background, the backing track is bum which is wow, you know, which which is what I like. I mean I like I like this how you can take two very Technically, very contra or incongruous, mm. uh, you know, uh, elements, right? But then you put them together in this one. It's like, wow, okay, <laughs> very <Yes>. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's great yeah. track. Great pop song. Great pop song. From that one, you move on to this thing called Earth Song. Where for for those for those who are gonna for those, this is not the Michael Jackson. Oh no! Very famous Michael Jackson Earth Song. <laughs> it's many years before yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this I think. Put it out there. Yeah, I think this is like probably one of the most psychedelic tracks uh, uh, on the album. Uh, psychedelic folk, lah. Stop. 
quite a folky, uh, a lot of synths on it as well, synth effects, stuff like that. I don't know, it could be an early kind of environmental kind of song. It could be, it could be. I mean, the birds had birds had dolphin song and, and all that. Lah. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> Which was also doing their psychedelic. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like, I like this, I like this one in, in, in that it's, it's also a thing that is throughout the whole album. It's very, very reminiscent of stuff that you kind of know. If you know, if you listen to seventies or sixties yes. songs, yes, yes, you hear this. The this one has all the different elements. It has that that psych, that that synth thing, which then be, makes it so called. Psych- I mean, I don't actually call this this track a psychedelic track at all, but. Mm. I mean, they're obviously playing around or obviously experimenting a lot with the, the synthesizer and you mm. can hear that in, in, in these tracks and in this one as, as well. Which is also a kind of mid-tempo. It's like one of those easy, like you said, folk rock mm. uh, or, or psych folk, if there's such a thing. Psych folk, yeah. Psych folk, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. I mean, psychedelic, yeah. there, there are different ranges as well. Yeah, of course. But of there's course. also the, the kind of the, the, the psych folk. So this one this one fits into that, into that view yeah, yeah. Quite, quite easily, quite well. And what, what I find interesting is like, okay, this is like track four. And once you come to track four, you go, okay, I think I kind of get a handle of what this thing is going to be about. It's going to be very much like this experimental stuff. But then you get yeah. to the next track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is Broken Chair. <laughs> yeah, Broken Chair. So, like, I mean, Broken Chair is probably my favorite track on the album and one of my favorite songs overall ever, right? Uh, it, it, it is such a... I don't know. I, I just find it's like in its own space, right? Uh, it starts out with it has, it has it starts out with what sounds like a standard kind of almost cheesy kind of piano intro, right? But when it goes into when when Jay starts singing, right, it is really really high pitched nasal kind of voice. I don't I don't know. It just sounds so melancholy, right? The lyrics of course, right? Broken chain and empty room, right? It's like really. It just, you just, you know, you just feel, you really feel it. You know? It's so powerful. Yeah. Right. It seems I can't get you to tell you how hard I try. Believe me. At the end of each line of the chorus, has that augmented chord. It goes into that. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, so yeah, distinctive. Yeah. Right? When you hear it, it's like, wow. It's like, yeah. It's so distinctive. I mean, for a ballad, it's like going all out, you know? It's, it's so distinctive. Yeah. When you yeah. hear it, it's like, wow, this song is so special. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I said, this is the first song I heard on the album. Right, and, right, right. And it was like, it blew my mind, man. It's like, what is this? Yeah. I mean, I, this was also the first one I've, I've heard. I mean, this one, I think yeah. you shared this with me. Yes, this is the uh, one you shared. This one you shared with me, right? Yeah, so I was like, yes. wow, okay. But I, it, and I, and I, I totally agree with what you said about the way it goes, the way it lifts, especially during the chorus, uh, you know. It's like, wow, okay, bam, okay, now, now we know we mean business kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, think, I, think, I think that's also why I would say out of all the tracks, you know, this is the so-called most normal sounding pop rock ah. track. In a way, yeah, right, which kind of like set the tone for me, right. So uh-huh. when I finally heard the rest of the songs, I'm going like, "Wow, okay, this is like so different again." Yes, one of those, yes. one of those things where it's like, right, yeah, it's, it's just so different from the other yes. tracks on the whole album, which which was like, okay, okay, right. very eye opener. Yeah, you would you would imagine that you know back then if they had like proper like marketing and promo, that this would have been a massive hit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You I listen so. to the song, man. Especially like in 1974. This will stand. Yeah. This will stand. Stand shoulder to shoulder with any of the other. Yeah. Yeah. If I mean, if you talk about Europe, right? Who? What was going on in Europe at that time? What early ABBA? This. This. This, this mm. thing can. This thing It'll can fit in. It'll fit in. That. Yeah. It'll fit yeah. in perfectly. It's easy. Yeah. 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 And then the crazy thing that is, you listen to it, right? It sounds like an indie pop track, like 30 years later. Yeah. It has. It that. has that vibe, right? If you. Look, you listen to it, you late listen 90s, to it, early yeah, 2000s, late 90s, you listen to it, you think this is a new song, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it yeah, sounds like a freaking indie pop song from, you know, like people paying tribute to chamber pop kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right, it's it's crazy. It's one, yeah, it is, it is, yeah. Why have I never heard <laughs> this song before? <laughs> yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, la, yeah. That's that's the. I mean, yeah, the only reason the only reason why you've never heard it is because yeah. it's from Singapore. That's why. <laughs> yes, and it's you know it's you know I don't think don't think I've ever seen the truck album in Singapore. No, I don't think I don't think you would be able to see it here. You know, because you know, back in back in the day, never seen this album before. Mm-hmm. In Singapore, right? Crazy when you think about it, right? Yeah, I'm just wondering <laughs> if it I mean, did it even like, you know, make any hit not not headlines, but you know, was it even was it even on the radar here at that point in time? I don't think so. If they were over in Europe, you know, and and uh, the whole the whole being a band boy is a bad thing attitude over here. I don't think this would this would even have like come up with anybody's. No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's like, you know, it's like there's so much good music, right, out there. And from yeah. whatever era, right? But yeah. It's like you've really got to dig deep to kind of find something like this. I'm so glad that it's mm. I've discovered mm. that it's actually streaming now. So people can discover it now. Yeah. Yeah. Broken chair I, to me is is a highlight of the whole album. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say the rest of them are, are slacking out. Uh, no, no, no. Because uh, if you go to the next one, it's also another uh, a slow beat. Next one's great. Yeah. It's called This Is Our Love Song. Oh, this one, this one reminds me, uh, and people have drawn comps uh, to Idol Race, right? So Idol Race is very uh, Jeff Lynne's first band. Jeff Lynne, if you don't know who that is, <laughs> is obviously the leader of ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, right? So, and he, of course, is another huge Beatles nut. So it has it has those vibes, like you know, the yep. synths and the strings and red beetle. Yeah, the swooping, the swooping kind of thing going on, right? right, right yeah. Reminiscent right, of the right, Beatles, yeah. like yeah. late seven late sixty-seven yes. uh, era kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I mean if you've heard other race before, it's very much Again, like that, like, very Jeff kind of thing. Uh, uh, I think a lot of people like to pigeonhole Singapore pop music or whatever, um, as as a certain kind of sound. Yeah. You know, even from the 60s, right? So you get your crescendos, it's a girl with... In the quest, it's always that guitar, that guitar... Uh, Instrumentals. You know, instrumentally strong kind yeah. of track. Yeah. Even if you got like your your your, your Keith, Keith Locke or, or Vernon fronting the band, it's still... People always listen out for the that kind of thing, you know? And as you go on, I mean, even October Cherries, right? They had a specific kind of sound yeah, so to speak, or oh, stray dogs. Stray dogs had that very bluesy yeah. R and B at that point in time kind of sound, which yeah. is yeah. you know guitar based and all that. Great. This this one is one of those that just no lah. You know, we can do all kinds of different stuff, and none of I I think to, to me listening to some of the recordings from that period as well, none of the other bands actually no. ventured this far. Even exactly. the experiment did not venture this far. No, no, into no, no. into these. No, kind I can't of, think of any other. That's why I'm saying. I can't think of any Singapore, other Singapore band of that era, right? That can kind of, like you say, we can say stand up to like all those kind of 60s. Early, yeah, you know. Mm. There, are no, there are no Singapore bands that, you know, come anywhere, you know, or even to have even tried to try to make that similar kind of music yeah. in, in that space, you know, operate in that space. True, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. That, that is <laughs> something. Different. So maybe also does that have to do with the fact that you know they had been in Europe for a few years, so uh, you know, so they're they're prob- probably oh, in a, true. In a more were... liberated space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, either or, or basically, like you know, if you yeah, if they were there, and like you say, if they had access to all these different yeah instruments right. and musical ideas, because I mean, say what you like, even though the scene was very vibrant here in Singapore, mm. uh, of. Uh, not like I would okay, maybe that's a bad bad way to say it, but despite all the ideas that the Singapore bands had at the time, when they went into yeah. the recording studio, it was very limiting, I think, in terms yeah. of the kind of sounds that they could get. Even yeah. the Quest, yeah. who were actually trying to push, they were they were one of the first few bands to actively push that fuzz guitar and all that psychedelic stuff with the keyboards and stuff like that. But even then they were limited to the fact that 
they were at that time a six-piece band. Yeah. You could only yeah. do six instruments and very rarely did they have extra stuff going in, you know? Uh, even though they were they were producing so-called psychedelic rock music that, that era like sees one. So yeah, but this one they really like I mean this one takes it a step further and really like okay, let's really mm. just throw in. I mean, you want weird sound? We got weird sound. You yeah. want like yeah. this kind of like reminiscent or orchestral kind of bits, we have all that here as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, it's a real pity that yeah, because like Jay Shorten passed away not that long ago, actually. 2019, 2019. True. So yeah, really, and then, uh, of course, the the one after that, you know, is, is a Dream Seller. With the dream effect. Seller, yeah. Dream Seller, which is, a, which is a weird, which is a weird song. Quite, it's kind of quirky. As I sit and watch the world outside, I notice all she does is turn and cry. Then I shift my gaze it sounds like one of those quirky yeah it sounds like one of those uh, quirky who tracks like magic bars or that kind of thing that's what it reminds me of la. yeah that, that's the kind of feel I have I mean you, got, you have all this the, the synthesizer they're using the, all the peepee sounds yeah again la, again like it sounds it kind of stands out it's something different, yeah. The vocals on this one remind me a lot of BGs, actually. Oh, yeah. Not so much Roger okay. Daltrey to me, but it, just in the way very, of, very, of how he phrased it. Yeah, the Barry Gibb, the very phrasing. Yeah. You know, how, could be, how, could be. Yeah, the, yeah. the early the early, the early 70s BGs kind of thing. Your, your, yeah. Or even yeah. the, their duo period. What's that? Cumber Castle era. Ayo, Ayo. Ah, that kind of phrasing <laughs> of... of, of the, the 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 melody like <laughs> they, 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 they did a lot of these quirky quirky they did a lot of these quirky songs yeah <laughs> yeah they had quite a lot of these quirky songs as well yeah yeah, yeah. there yeah. always seems to be a market for this kind of uh, novelty I mean you know it's either it's I mean I guess it's either it's always like it's either you're too ahead of your time yeah or this one will just be the the odd one out of your entire yeah. collection, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, but lyrically it's quite interesting because like you know, so yeah. that I thought that's which is quite unique, lah. I mean, I've never seen the the word dream seller before. So that's yeah, quite, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Quite yeah. That's quite different, <laughs> unique, lah. Conceptually, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Well, the the next track takes us back down to earth. <laughs> yes. you up from your dream. <laughs> song yeah. called "Take Me Ohio." <laughs> yeah. This is a this this is the one like. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, thoughts, please. I'm not too sure what to think about this track. Yeah, it's, a, it's a bit, it's a bit throwaway, la, I find it's like a filler track, unfortunately. La. Yeah. It's always gonna be one song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, like a very lightweight, very lightweight poppy number, like a typical seventies. Yeah. Song on the radio, cheesy a bit. I guess, I guess, if you think of this whole album as just very, very different each track, then yeah, I guess this will work. It's not my favorite track on the whole album. Oh, no, no. Uh, to, yeah, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, no, this no. would be the last one on my playlist if we had to rearrange. Yeah, it, probably. You know. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's, it's not... I mean, it's competent, right? It's not It's not terrible. It's just that... Yeah. After you hear all the other tracks, this one doesn't quite shine like the rest of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you consider the, the, the method in their madness when they were cobbling tracks together, you're bound to kind of get one kind of slip through the track tracks in this way. <laughs> la. Right? I mean, I mean, if you think about the modus operandi, right? They are taking backing tracks. They're not recording new stuff. You know? Right, right, right. They're okay, taking backing okay. tracks. So they're just taking whatever they have. Right. And, and see then what just, you can do. And then yeah. see what you can do. La. So... You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I, I mean, considering all that, one out of ten, okay lah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, la. that's a good ratio to have lah. Yeah la. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter now that I have gone. Choose the one that's dear. Remember always I should wait. My heart desires you. Close the door if I should come. Yeah, lay down your love. 
uh, also a dream seller title. Uh, yes. Um, this one, this one <laughs> redeems <laughs> redeems the, yeah, yeah. the journey of the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a this is a great great song. Very very of the time. So it kind of reminds me of when I first when I first heard it. I was thinking, wow, this sounds like something from uh, Paul Williams' uh, first kind of solo album. Um, it has a kind of you know folky ballad. Yes, yes. Chorus. You have yes. Melot- Melotrons. Yeah. Uh, synth sounds and all that. Yeah. Very very yeah, nice. Yeah. Paul Williams. Yeah, that, that that's a good comparison. I was thinking of like who, who you know. I mean, I, I'm 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 sorry that we have to keep using all these references and stuff like that, uh, <laughs> but we you know that's that's what we all do every time when we do music. Like, oh, I think you'll like this because it sounds like this other band, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, Paul Williams is a good is a good is a good reference for that. Yeah, I was just thinking it sounds because again, what 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 like um, it's it sounds very familiar yet not. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the instrumentation, it sounds very familiar. You've heard this kind of. Piano, bam, 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 kind of, you know, that, that the yeah. punctuating the beats, uh, yep, yep. piano going on, uh, and then that that melody line, his voice again, just going up and down, you know, it's very nice, smooth, uh, sailing across. It sounds like that to me. You know, it's like you're 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 sitting down. It's a lazy afternoon, and you're feeling good. Ooh. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe you're by the by the water or something like that. This is the kind of song that works well for, for yeah. the, it's a ballad of kind of easy, easy, but, folk, easy folk Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very easy. Yeah. yeah, let's just let's just enjoy the moment and chill kind of thing. Yeah, to me <laughs> Yes, yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, that that brings us to the last track of the album, which is, uh, love blooms. Hang on. Yeah, love blooms over all over me, all over me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, this is another good, great track. Um, uh, again, a bit of a, a ballad, a little bit of a ballad, but it has kind of a very music hall kind of vibe. Uh, very BGs, uh, a bit of Kinks as well. I hear uh, yeah. a bit of Kinks. You know, yeah. uh, it's very Brit pop, lah. I mean, if it's, if this came out in the nineties, it'd be considered Brit pop. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The Brit pop ballad that. Yeah, so that no one's ever even, heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. But, but again, again, you know, again, I mean, it's a very piano-based uh, song, uh, excellent songwriting again, right? And and this is like this is the this is what what you get from most of the most of the songs. Although I'm not too sure about this one being an album closer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, okay, let's face it. A majority of this whole album is ballads, so uh, or mid-tempo kind of beats, yes, right? Yes. So you're going about what literally about six or six out of the, the ten songs are ballad, mid-tempo kind of yes, thing. Yeah. So it's a yeah. very ballad-heavy album. Um, yes. But because of all the different sounds that they're, you know, yes. they're all the different tweaks and stuff that they're doing, that that that's the thing that. Kind of, I guess, takes it out of this being a whole ballad album territory, lah. Yeah, correct, correct. You know? um, and as yeah. much as I like this as a, as a, as a, it's a very nice. I mean, it, uh, the, 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 if you go by the title, you can tell that it's kind of a, a love song of sorts, and uh, it's very nice. But I'm not too sure about this, like ending off an album that began with something like yeah. surprise, surprise, which is very, yeah, very yeah. left off center to you know left heel, right? I may have used. Broken chair at the end, just to kind of like center right. things. That that's my take, right? Uh, yeah. Center things down because that is, like you said, the, the biggest hit and, and yeah. or the biggest, most easily accessible yeah. song. So yeah. you, you start off with that very very quirky beginning, and then you end off with something that everybody can you know love and enjoy, and also so slightly faster than this one. To me, this kind of al- the album kind of like dips in terms of its uh, its tempo. Towards the the latter half of the or side B lah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we we really mentioned now that it's, it's this is kind of cobbled together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, the intent because, right? I mean, the circumstances uh-huh. in which 
the circumstances in which it came out of, it, it seems very strange, right? It's, it just seems to be a very weird, I, I guess it's a side project of sorts. Uh, yeah, I right? mean, Wikipedia called this a spin-off. <laughs> spin-off, side project, I guess, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's almost like a one huge happy accident uh, in a sense. I, I mean, right. yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's a good thing you mentioned that because I'm just, I'm just thinking, did they actually intend for this to be anything? You know? Or did they yeah. go like, well, we've already recorded that album, but now that we've changed our modus operandi, right? I mean, like Peter is no longer with us yeah. and uh, we want to we wanna show off our so-called new sound. Or, yeah. uh, or who we are as a, as, as a new thing. Let's just do yeah. it like this. And yeah. this is who we are. You know, as opposed to like, no, let, you know, this is where we are and this is what we want to do, blah, blah, blah. Or were they still thinking, you know, maybe you know, the October Cherries can be the October Cherries again. We'll just put this out just to see what happens. You know, yeah. a, like a test bit. Uh, you know, those, those kind of like screen tests, uh, test screening kind of thing like, where you see whether people will like it or not. You know, and then if not, then fine. We we'll try to fall back on to, you know, regular stuff. I don't know, maybe it could be something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think okay. So when I you know spend some time with Peter Diaz, he never ever talked about truck, of course, right? So of course, Richard Khan did talk about it, lah. Uh, mm. But I think my sense of it was that, you know, after I think after Dream Seller, there was no October cherries for a while. I think. Right. Right. They, there was there were other they had these other bands, they had another band called Funk Funk Us Funk Gus F U N K G U S Fungus yeah Fungus you got to love Funk, that shit Fungus yeah so right, I think yeah. they were cover singles I mean I'm looking at the discography they have like a song called Man with a Gun okay in the, in the same theme assassination <laughs> and then they they also had uh, some. Some other name. I mean, this is all Jay Shortum lah. Right, Jade, right. And, Jade and Pepper. But Jade I think, I think, Pepper. yeah, okay. I think, I think Benny and Richard also were in Fungus. Fungus. I'm not wrong lah. Yeah, right. okay. So I think, I think they were, I think when they did get together again as October Cherry is uh, right. much later. I think in the, in the, in the 90s. But um, I mean, we mentioned, we mentioned about why, why, Perhaps this thing didn't get enough traction, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot and ask you. Yeah, do you think it's because of the cover? <laughs> the yeah. cover. I mean, the, the cover. The cover is 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 is, is weird, like. The cover is weird. But like I said, this whole album, I don't know, comes across like a contract obligation fulfillment. I mean, I'm just speculating. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's like as, as if it's as if okay, we have one more album. We need to give to EMI Belgium. I mean, because, that's the feeling I get. I mean, I don't know whether that's true or not, but it's just yeah. my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. It has that it's, feel on it. So, like, the album cover is like... The album cover looks just uh, very... The photographs, the photographs oh are my. so weird. Okay, so the album right on top of the cover is three, uh, the three faces, right? All looking off into that very indie... I mean, Richard, Richard kind of thing, right? looks okay, but the other two, yeah, I don't know what right. the hell. He looks alright, but the other two look like... I have no idea He's what... Like, what know, like, okay. Worst possible angle. <laughs> worst poses, worst angles, and then just put it here. And then and then the bottom half, or filling up two-thirds of the bottom, yeah. is a picture of a sea, of sea like the ocean. And the word truck coming out like, you know, in the Superman font. You know that that old Superman font with the the, the big box yeah. and stuff like yeah, and that that and then that's it right. So it's just and it's a price a price in very very small letters. Very small. Very small. <laughs> I mean, that's you don't really notice it. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't even see it if you just glance at it. And on the back, it's just that that ocean picture with the words truck, but in reverse form. So it looks as if you are looking from the back, <laughs> the back side of that of that 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 block of word, the you know, the word yeah. blocks, and it's very very. I don't know. I mean, considering that a lot of people call this kind of thing like psych rock and stuff, this this cover is it's not psych at it's, all, lah. It's, it's no, nowhere near honestly, that. But honestly, <laughs> if you listen to the album, it's not. It's really not a psych. psych no, like, no, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's, it's psych not, rock. I don't think it's, it's anything it's to do weird. with. Uh, I guess the main basic roots would be that chamber pop thing. Yeah, yeah. But of course, with all the different experimentation and stuff, and the fact that they did not have any major uh, guitar thing kind of takes it out from that. Uh, yeah. You know, 
having said that, I mean, again, like, if you are buying public at that point in time and you go to the record shop, I want to look for something new. I think you see this thing, right? You haven't heard any of the tracks before. I mean, I, I mean, frankly, I'm not sure if anybody would be like, oh, this looks interesting. Let's try it out. Mm. You know? And yeah, yeah. I mean, if you pull it, pull it out of... Pull it yeah. out of a stack the of the records. Rack, right? Yeah. Like, mm, put it down again. All right. Yeah. The colors are awful as well. The, the color, yeah. This this very sickly, light green, yellow type. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. So but... weird. It's it's such a weird. I mean, that's why it's a cult hit, I guess. <laughs> that's a good good way to put it out. Yeah. To say yeah. So no. So basically, you know, I guess you know because they broke up once uh, Peter Diaz left. So that I think uh, That's why possibly that. This was a contractual obligation. I was just reading uh, some of the reviews like on Amazon uh, where, where, where this, this thing is, it, you know, it, it's a list on Amazon. It's $400. Well. <laughs> no, no, this one is a very reasonable... Uh, <laughs> the CD, la, because it was yeah, actually just, released. Just the CD, yeah, not the vinyl. It was reissued, it was reissued by this uh, Spanish label called Gears, Gearson, G-U-E-R-S-S-E-N. Right, okay, so okay. 2004, 2005. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so so the CD is going for quite a, quite a okay lah. It's like $30, 20, $28 to $30. Okay. That's, that's all right. And there's a, there's a, there's a Japanese review. Right. Is a, given that Malay, I mean, this is translated because he wrote it in Japanese, right? Yeah. So he says, he, he, he says, given that the Malaysia has been a long British territory, I still feel that these guys are more than that. I want to look forward to more of this kind of future work, which is you know, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. You know, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but I think, I think, yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good, you know. I mean, that, that's, it's interesting la, to, to see that this kind of reach is, is yeah. possible. So maybe who knows? La? Who knows, right? Yeah. Time goes on and then this thing becomes, this, this thing that was ignored at the time becomes a gem, uh, a rarity now that that people kind of dig and kind of like, and you know, I mean, if it's not, and, and if it's if it's uh, if being streamed somewhere, then you know, people will be able to hear it. Yeah, 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 and that's good. So, I mean, have, have you any of you guys ever heard of Truck or heard Surprise Surprise? Let us <laughs> let us know what what you think of the album. We we've shared our thoughts with you. Uh, now is your time to share. Or yeah. you know, the other thing is that if you you know come across. Or if you have any other of your own kind of underrated, obscure, rare, favorite Singapore yeah, album yeah, yeah. out there, right? You know, now is the time to let us know. Yep. And yep, then maybe, yep. maybe, maybe we can also check them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, that's the kind of thing we, 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 we live for this. <laughs> we live for these moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, to me, like I said, you know, I never heard of them and yeah, only until recently. So it yeah, was, it was yeah. such an eye opener for me to. I mean, it's, it's, extremely, obs- it's extremely obscure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but now that it's available online, I mean, you know, you can go to YouTube, somebody has put up the entire album in its, you know, full length. And it's streaming. Our, it's streaming. Our, our, it is streaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Spotify, I think. It's on Spotify as well, yep. And uh, I think you so. Know, Apple yeah. Music, yeah. Oh Apple Music, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, but if not, you can go to YouTube, uh, our YouTube our, the whole album's there, so our yeah. fan or fan of the podcast, uh, famous and forgotten music <laughs> has put up a lot of these uh, albums as well as uh, other local other Singapore albums like from Concave Scream we talked about that we talked we mentioned Humback Folk they've also put those up a whole a whole slew of stuff that you can Well, Story with. soundtrack is there so I think yes yes you're right yep so so yeah go, go check out this, that channel I think I think you, if you like Singapore music and you want to know more he has a lot of stuff there everything from Digby to Chris Ho yep uh, yep yeah uh, yep, and uh, if you like this episode, um, please please let us know. Give us uh, drop us comments on the Fast Colors uh, social media. That's on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, that's F A S T C O L O R S. Um, yeah, let us know what you what you like about the podcast. What you don't like? Uh, we've got some people, you know, com- commenting on some of the other um, episodes that we that we put out. And, and please share your thoughts with us. We really want to hear what you guys think. <laughs> Yep, please do. Yeah, yep. and like, subscribe, leave a rating wherever you can because that really helps with our SEO. So please do that. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time on Fantastic 
Thanks a lot. That we have. Thanks and see ya. Aloha.